This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I got to say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community yeah. to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, feels. When life is full of questions and you don't know what to do, just write on it. That is a bluegrass chic theme song made by a bluegrass musician with the no good Redwood Ramblers, a Northern California group. Okay. If I like that, I guess I like bluegrass. That's possible. That definitely sounds like Northern California. Like that's got to be coming from coming from Eureka. Yeah, he's got it. Mm-hmm. And he's also a radio host on KHUM, a freeform music station in Humboldt. So this guy's like cool Northern California. Yeah. So much North that they look down on San Francisco. You ever think about like, if you could live anywhere in the world, what, like, where would make the most sense for you to live? Not like, where do you want to live? Yeah. Like, cause where, that's like, where are most yeah. people like me? Yeah. What, like, yeah. When I, if, when somebody meets you, yeah. where would they expect you to live? Uh, nowhere tough. So like, I wouldn't come from Chicago or Detroit because I wouldn't survive. Yeah. Uh, so suburbia in a way, um, a warm weather, like almost like Phoenix, but Phoenix isn't Jewish enough. Oh, so maybe like Los Angeles or like the Valley or something like that. Are you think? I don't think you look. I mean, the eight one eight produced me, and it's the only place that I could survive. I'm a Chihuahua. I am a little rat who got by. With a lot of help from my friends. And your parents. Yes. I get by with a little help from my mom. I guess I could have been like an East Bay kid, like Walnut Creek or some shit oh, like that. Oh, there you go. See, that's Yeah, like Northern California yeah. suburbs, but still warm weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you? Uh, I feel like in my heart of hearts, I'm like some kind of Northeastern, Northeastern state. I would like to think I'm more of a, a Maine than a Connecticut. Than a Connecticut. Because 
Connecticut, I'm a little more, I'm a little more rugged, a little more in touch with my spirituality and stuff. Yeah, like more outdoorsy. Connecticut is more like yachts and rich Republican Mm -hmm. types. Right. And I am, I'm, I'm like upper middle class, but I'm, and, but I'm I'm definitely, yeah, right. So like, I'm super, super conservative, but I'm not rich. So you're a poor conservative Christian. Oh yeah. uh, So I'm from Arkansas. (laughs) (laughs) So you're in Maine. You're from Maine in your heart of hearts. Where would you say you're from in your fart of sharts? Michigan. So like in your fart of sharts. In my fart of sharts, I'm from Michigan. Deep, deep, deep in your asshole where you fart and poop accidentally comes out. And where, so yeah, we're, I'm from Michigan there. What about you? Miami. Yeah. So still warm, but more like humid Latin flavor type style Judaism. A Cuban sandwich. Yeah. And it's like so like, Uh it's so hot and humid that. I have swamp ass. <laughs> like in my fart of sharts, I'm just completely used to the moisture down there. Whether it's baby food, a shark, that makes just sense. humidity. That makes sense. It's a it's a it's a sweltering mm-hmm. rainforest beneath betwixt my cheeks. Right. Actually, can you grab that banjo? Um, sure. <laughs> One second. It's a sweltering rainforest ding, ding, ding. between my cheeks. Ding, dong, ding. <laughs> is, there, is there a famous bluegrass? Because like I like that, but who should I listen to if I like bluegrass? Um, Blues Traveler? That's cool. I do already like them. All right, yeah. so it stands to reason. Okay. Uh, this is If I Were You, the only advice show on the web hosted by me, I'm Amir. And me, I'm Jake. We've transcended podcasts. The word is obsolete at this point. Right. This is not just a podcast that minimizes it. It does. It's a show. It's a movement. It's a show. And it's not just an audio-only show. Mm. Because we sometimes take videos of it. Yeah. Shout out to our Patreon. There's a video of our podcast every single week. Every other Thursday. Oh, sorry. It's a video of a show, not a podcast. Oh, yeah. Video. So a a television show, really, if you watch it on TV. Right. uh, At patreon.com slash JA. That's correct. You could watch some bonus content um, for half an hour. At a time, we yep. we watch our old we watch old Jake and Amir videos. There's we, clips of it on uh, our YouTube channel, which yeah. you can watch for free. So if you want to dip your toes, you can do that. Yeah, YouTube.com/slash If I Were You Show has clips. There's been twice, and I think I uploaded both times that you've laughed so hard you've kind of um, vomited. Um, was yeah, it? Yeah, it's crazy. You've puked or I, almost puked, choked. Right. One time I came really close. I had to spit everything out. And then the second time, I really thought, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I'm going to have to throw up if I want to live. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was laughing so hard that I, but I didn't know what to do. All of those, the choking. water's in like the wrong spot. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It's like you breathed it in. I was, I had like you a accidentally full on, waterboarded It was a yourself. flash of me knowing that I was going to have to throw up. It was just like, this is going <laughs> to, this, you're going to throw up. I don't know how I didn't throw up. <laughs> Maybe you did. Well, I definitely did something. Well, you threw up water. Does that but count? It, it wasn't. It wasn't in me, and I threw it up. It was like <laughs> in your mouth. It was in my mouth. So that I spit the count. water out, and then I sort of like hacked and coughed a lot. Right until you you sort of superficially threw up. Yeah, your body does something weird when it thinks it's going to swallow something and it doesn't. Like, like in theory, I just like I was laughing. I had something in my throat, and then I th- then I spit it out. But then like, why did it, that should have been problem solved? <laughs> I'm mad at me. I'm mad at my bod for that, but not your brain. 
My brain's my my brain did good. Your brain's fine. My brain was like, don't throw up, and I didn't. Yeah, it did all right. One time, my body did okay. It was like Chernobyl. Your brain are like the people inside there, and they're like scrambling to figure something out. (laughs) And eventually, they did. We don't know how they got out of it. (laughs) Yeah, but your body is melted down to the core. And right, so something way worse than I even realized probably happened. Yeah, (laughs) so just like Chernobyl, (laughs) you'll find out in two years Mm -hmm. when you start coughing blood. Uh, All right, this is a question from. Is it a lady? No, it's a dude. A dude with a kind of lady's name. Ooh, uh, so, Ashley. That's cool. Ashley writes, I'm being kept up at night by this conundrum. I need your help. I got out of a two-year relationship. I'm 23, a few weeks ago. Ended up on a Tinder after a week or so looking for a casual hookup. I met up with this weird but cool Scottish chick and we started sleeping together pretty casually. Just what I wanted. But now she's now I'm realizing she's pretty cool and don't like the idea of her sleeping with other people. <laughs> Obviously, another relationship is the last thing I want. So my question is, should I just stop talking to this girl who I probably have feelings for because I like her too much for the casual thing to work out? Should I just see if she wants to date properly? I don't like this option very much. Or should I just man up, keep it casual and keep hitting up Tinder for hookups as well as this girl? Thanks. Come to Edinburgh. Love, Ooh, Ashley. We just missed that uh, that Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I always wanted to go to that. Yeah. Do we have to have like a show to present there or you just want to go for as fans? I would just, I guess I just want to go to Edinburgh. I don't even need to go for the Fringe Festival. Oh, uh, you just want to go to Scotland. Yeah. I do want to go to Scotland. But it, it often feels like we can only go to these like uh, English speaking cities for a show. Yeah. And like that sort of facilitates a more exotic vacation. It's ruined traveling for us when we when we have to pay for a vacation that we're not getting paid to go there for. Mm-hmm. It's like, why would I go to Scotland unless someone's giving me enough cash to go there? Well, it's just like sometimes I'm like Scotland. That's a cool place, but if I'm gonna if I'm really gonna take a vacation, I want to go super far away. Yeah, Scotland's like you have to. I could go there for a show and then continue on into into deeper exotic territory. Yeah, even northern Scotland. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Deeper still. Deeper still. The Isle of Man. (laughs) I do want to go to the Isle of Man. (laughs) The Isle of Flans. So, what would you do if you started liking a casual hookup? Would you break up with her because you like her too much? Is that weird? I don't think that's ever really an option. Uh, does anybody ever truly do that? It's that's like saving yourself from yourself. It's always something people say. Like, I just need to cut myself. I need to break this off because I like, care too much. Like That sounds like an excuse. No one, yeah, nobody ha- but like no one has willpower. When you actually like someone a lot, you're done. You're done. You're not going to be able to just cut it off. It's like your brain and your body thing again. Your like brain knows like, oh, this isn't right. This isn't logical. But your body just, it gets so turned on chemically that they yeah. have to have it. That your brain is finally like, okay, fine. <laughs> we'll hang out. But we'll this is the last Christ. time. Or you can just, is it weird that it bothers him that he, she's sleeping with other girl, uh, she's sleeping with other guys while he sleeps with other girls? That's a little weird. It's a little hypocritical. But like, I think that if, I th- I think that you're fine. You're just starting to like someone. This is such normal behavior. But he doesn't want to get into a relationship again because he just got out of one. Too bad, man. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You like somebody, you like somebody. 
unless you like actively just never see anybody more than twice and make that a weird hard and fast rule. That seems real. I mean, that would have to be a hard and fast rule because it's a hard rule to follow, but you better follow it fast. That's <laughs> cool. Uh, you would be better at doing this than I would. Like this stopping is- something, like being more logical than emotional. Yeah, especially when it comes to a relationship. Yeah, it's tough because you do want to enjoy the single life, but then part of you enjoying the single life uh, involves meeting people, and sometimes you like the people you meet, and then it's like, how do I enjoy the single life if I'm enjoying this person? But like, it's it's ultimately weird because you're like, you're you're you want to quote enjoy the single life, which means you want to be happy, but this person makes you happy, so it's mm-hmm. like, why not just hang out with her? The tough thing to me is like remembering that you always return to the balance. Like if you're obsessed with someone and you want to spend all your time with them, yeah, that's nice and you can do that. But there will be a day inevitably when you want to have a little bit more balance where you have personal time and time with your friends. Right. So I think it's a dangerous precedent to set that you're like, I'm always available and we hang out nonstop. So maybe there's like a, a slowing down version where you're like not right. completely jumping into this relationship, but you're yes. seeing her once every four days, once every five days. Yeah. You don't need to speed this up. You're going to be fine. Just that is a common mistake is like, this is so fun. I just spent the last three days with this person and now like we're kind of in love or something. Right. It's been like a week and a half. And yeah. It's like, whoa, this is too much, too fast, too soon. And then you have to bail. So maybe the most you can do is not leave yourself, but slow things down. So I guess that's option B. Just continue seeing her the way you have been because that's evidently working. That's you guys right. are liking each other. And you're not exclusive yet. Mm-hmm. So you can still do your uh, hanging out with other people thing for now. Right. But she can too. And that's just one of the 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 pros and the cons of being in a relationship like this. Especially in Scotland. Like the rules are so different there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even want to know what the rules of dating in Scotland are. It's I, just so different there. Do you know any of the rules? What are, what oh, are yeah, rules? yeah, yeah. A lot of them are like super antiquated rules about like how to date in scotland it's a, such a about? bizarre scene how to date when do you go clubbing to and it's all like club culture a, body language has a lot to do with it and there's it's all a just club like club culture and it's like, body language in scotland yeah and you've it's been like, there yeah i've never been but like just like how it rains so much that people are like they almost are biophysically incapable of finding themselves in a casual relationship in scotland of course, it's Scotland. This doesn't make so, any like, sense. And it's such you a think good it rains golf... so much that they're, it's changed their <laughs> their chemistry. Yeah, because like, it makes everything. Because like when you're soaking wet, not I'm not talking about like vaginally. I'm talking right. about like your hair's damp. Okay. And if you're constantly like that, you're like it, it fucks with you. Even if it rains a lot in Scotland, why do you think everyone is constantly wet? Because a lot of hair. They probably have umbrellas. And, they don't because like and, you're uh, raised you know, in it. It's considered indoors. like yeah, they, it's considered like unScottish to to deal with. So it. you think they just sit outside in the rain all day? And I think they wear clubbing? windbreakers actually, but that still trickles down to their jeans and it gets them wet. And then when you're walking around with wet thighs, you're not really looking to make a wet guy. <laughs> In Scotland, of course, I'm talking about specifically. Yeah, I know you're talking about Scotland. We haven't changed the subject. <laughs> I think we should, but anyway. Yeah, I guess I do too. And a lot of it is like golf-based. They have like such a rich history of You're just golfing. throwing random shit onto your theories. Like you, it was antiquated clubbing and, and body language, a club scene. Yeah. And then you turn that into just people are different because they're wet all the time. They're wet and they talk like, they're like, eh, can I have like a... Oh, scorch egg, will you? That's definitely not a Scottish accent. Or like, I really like that. 
that's so like a terrible New Zealand accent. Imagine, imagine being on a date basically, and like the person's like, "Oh hi, I'm yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. and you're Ew. like, "Uh, sorry, I don't get what you're saying." So I think Miami. you think dating in Scotland is different <laughs> just because people have accents. I feel like that's what it really comes down to. Their accents and they're soaked. They're, they're wet. Not wet. They're not and wet. And it's gray all the time. It's <laughs> So they're not getting the vitamin D. You And you've never been to Scotland, is that right? Never been to Scotland, but I watched um, a documentary about the fire Festival. That's so unrelated. I'm to... just saying if you want to talk about that for a second. That I was don't. a trip. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> that was a fucking You don't know what trip. you're talking about ever. Why would I want to have a conversation with you about anything? <laughs> it was like this festival. And I know what it was. figure it out or I whatever. I know what it was. What happened? So did you see the documentary or not? <laughs> I fell asleep. I was on my phone and my eyes were dry. It was on. I fell asleep. I woke up at four. Okay. Don't yell at me. And you're, I was back you're... at the home screen. I watched the trailer. Okay. Half asleep through bleary eyes. And it looked like someone got taken advantage of. <laughs> what happened? Why are you getting, you're getting upset? <laughs> you're crying. I'm in Scotland. <laughs> I really am in Scotland. <laughs> Uh, all right, next question. I guess. Hmm. Where were we? I'm trying to figure out which one we haven't answered yet, you know? Uh-huh. It's tough. Yeah, I know. All right, here's a guy. Yeah, I got one sent from Windows Mail. So we'll oh. call this guy Bill Gates. All right. My name is Bill Gates, and I'm a junior in high school. I recently had a rather rough conundrum that I need your guys' help with. My father owns a landscaping company, and during nice. the summer... That's right. During the summer, I work with him to get enough cash to get me through the winter. I'm a landscaper, so I go to Wilco Farm Store in my town for supplies, gloves, plants, etc. Because I go there almost every day, I've begun to fall in love with a girl who's a cashier there. Now you're doing a voice of somebody you assume is a landscaper. I haven't seen her before this last month, and I honestly believe she's one of the most beautiful girls I've ever met. We talk on occasion, sometimes at the register or in the parking lot. And when we get don't get a chance to talk, I just... Smile and wave, which she returns. Here's my problem. I really want to get to know this girl. I think I can sense some chemistry between us, but I'm not really sure. On Monday, when I was working in the Wilco parking lot, I saw her pull up in the car, and she asked me if she needed. Uh, uh, and she asked me if she needed to move. We were spreading bark dust. She didn't want to get her car dirty. I know what car she drives, so today I left a note in her door saying the following. Sure, I may have had bark dust in my eyes, but that didn't stop me from admiring how beautiful you are. Oh, no. I also left my email address for her to, quote, write me back because I didn't want to jump straight to texting. Did I do something creepy or was that okay? I'm writing this the night of and she hasn't responded yet. How do I get to know her better? Will this be enough? Thanks so much. Love, Bill Gates. Dear, I don't know. This is one of those things where if it works, it's smooth as hell. And mm-hmm. if it doesn't, it that's the reason <laughs> she didn't ever talk to you again. You know? He almost t- he almost took his risk. Like usually the advice is like, what should I do to st- open up a conversation? This guy already did it. He already he did the scary part. Yeah. You did the I would have not I would have done a I would have done my number. It's a little more romantic. Than an email. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh I mean, it's hard to leave a note. It's, it's putting yourself out there because then you're just staring at your email. 
Yeah. What, well, she, what if you really see pretty. her? It's uh, yeah. It's the biggest risk in the world to leave a note on someone's car. It's putting it yourself is so scary. far out. Th- I know it's scary, but it's not as scary as like you know saying something. Yeah. But I don't know. I always am afraid to in person. It's like you're really putting that person on the spot, and they have to answer right away. You're yeah. saying like, "Do you want to go out with me?" And then I'm staring at you. Oh, until that's you talk. I mean, totally. Yeah, that's awful. You don't have time to think about no. it. No, but I mean, like, there's there's ways to do it that are like more innocuous. You know, like you talk about a group hang. Like that's cool. Some people are, from this thing are going to this thing. Yeah, you got like me and the guys from the Wilco store. That's where this guy works at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, are going to are going to go to this bar afterwards? You should come by. And then it's like it's a nice social setting. It, there's no, less, yeah. There's no like, less give me your number. There's no, give me your. Here's my email. It's Admiring like, how beautiful you are. Yeah, you show up great. And then also, there's then out like I can't. And there's a possible romantic continuation with like, I can't, but I want to go to the next one. Here's my number. Right. That kind of give thing. her like a pre-date option. I think it's because for me, I I think I'm terrified of rejection too. So. I mean, taking a big swing and leaving a number on a car or fully straight up asking and being like, will you go on a date is a lot. That's why I always tend to do an in-person friendly invite to a social thing. Yeah. And then that's like getting somebody out of like your your normal routine of talking to them at the register all the time. Then you can see if there's actual chemistry if someone's interested yeah i would say like do the like the 2019 way of like find her on social media dm flirt that way snapchat but this guy seems to be like it's such all, like yeah. a, a down-to-earth kind of guy he's Literally. a landscaper he's going to a farm store this girl works at a cash register it sounds like a 1970s romance yeah or and the other thing is this already happened so there's not really like we, we're not this giving, is what i want to follow we're give, up we're giving it yeah i want to follow up on did this she email back. him back or not and here's what all right so here's here's my uh, opinion on on what's happened here yeah okay you basic like fl- flirting is all it could go either way and and it can end romantically or it can't uh, <laughs> and like you'll find out and basically what he's done is be like all right i want to know the answer now yeah it's now it's time he's biding his time he's like it's like a no whammy no whammy press your luck situation mm-hmm. and he's like you don't want to wait too far because then it gets too long. You don't want to start too early. It's about timing right. it just right. Yeah. So, and at here, a certain point, he's like, "Now, I want to yeah. know now." And he's, I don't. So, and my point is that I don't think him writing this is going to affect the outcome either way. He sort of like there. It was either gonna work out no matter what, yeah, or it wasn't ever gonna work out no matter what. This act of putting the email on the car doesn't change it. It just gives him the answer sooner. That's good. And it's a little more painful or joyful. So if, like you if could you... flirt with her for a year and then eventually maybe start dating. Yeah. You could flirt with her for a year, have it fizzle out and be like, this isn't going to work. Or you can just like height of joy right now. She emails you back and is like, I'm interested in you. Let's hang out. Because we're, we're hearing no. the story from his narration. So we don't know if she's like, this guy is awesome and he's so cute and I can't wait to see him. Or if it's like this guy who I don't really think about, like is one of 40 guys that comes into the store. And it's kind of weird that he asked me out because we didn't really share a connection. Yeah. And that could that story could both exist within this framework. We're hearing it from an unreliable narrator. I would imagine it's very different for guys and girls. Like when I whenever I was at work, uh, 
like in a summer job or something, there's like one girl, you're like, this is amazing. Like this, this person here is the most beautiful person in the world. And she probably thinks the same thing about me. Because it's only us here. But like for <laughs> girls, it's like, oh, I'm like the one girl here and everyone fucking likes me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just sort of how it is for me. And then I went to a different ice cream store and somebody wrote a note on my car there. Yeah, I have like 80 notes and I can't remember who you are. What was it? Bill? Bill Gates or some shit? Did I ever tell you about the the girl that scooped ice cream at the Wentworth's in my hometown that I was in love with? No. I was but like... But let's take a break and you can tell us after. <laughs> well, thanks to sponsors. And you'll hear the story right after these messages. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium, customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping, and there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you, and it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I, I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect oh. sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, yeah just go to helixsleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a list. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. Maybe I've I've still got my love story. Okay, so let's see if we can glean the advice from how it went. Down. I'll tell the story and then you can see if there's a moral to it. Got it. Okay. I'm in high school. Pervert. <laughs> what? Sorry. We're all in high school. <laughs> okay. I'm not in a high school. <laughs> I see. I thought this was like two weeks ago or something. Yeah. Shit. No. All right. So me and my friends are in high school. There's this ice cream store uh, in Hampton that we used to go to, and I. There was a girl that would scoop the ice cream at this store. What's it I, called? It's called Wentworth's. Okay. Great old school Hampton staple. Classic. It's classic. It's right at the base of Sleeping Giant. Beautiful. I thought you don't like ice cream, or is that a recent revelation? That was after, during college, I worked in an ice cream store for two and a half years, and that ruined ice cream for me. So before that, you're loving ice cream. I, I guess I never, yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I was never like a fiend for it, but we I liked gotta it. got to get it. It was good. You would eat it. Yeah, I liked milkshakes. Okay. <laughs> and and I liked Wentworth because this girl was there. Pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friends would uh, drive to Wentworth's all the time, like, hoping that she's there. I never, ever had the courage to talk to her. Got ever. It. She worked there. Uh, she she worked there. Yeah. Um, it's And then some, like, random thing happened. We're like, we were in the city. We took our SATs, like a whole bunch of students in one school and like all of the towns kind of took them there. Yeah. And I, she was there and I like almost said something, but I was too afraid. Wow. You saw um, her out and about. I saw her Saturday in Saturday morning at 7.45 a.m. And then I, then uh, I went away. I went away to college. I never saw her again until <gasps> uh, probably six or seven years later Whoa. In, in New York City. Oh my God. I'm 25 years old. Holy shit. She was working at Grey Dogs. She still works in food services. She still works in food services. And but I walked in, I was like, this is this is insane. Like Grey Dogs was far too salty for me. Do you remember the sandwiches there? They were just so salty and the potato chips. I don't know if they handmade them, but it it burnt my tongue. You didn't, you didn't like Grey Dogs? It it wasn't for me. It was just I think they overused the sodium. No Their way. whole homegrown chalkboard we menu all the time. shit. I went to fucking placate you. I never once enjoyed myself there. Really? And whether you got the sandwiches, they made their own, which were they too made big. their own chips. They yeah, they, yeah, they made their own chips. They were salty. They're too salty for me. You didn't and have then to it's eat like you can always go side salad, but then it's like, okay, great. I had fucking a, or just a, have less chips. A fistful of leaves with my marble rye pastrami fucking coleslaw Russian dressing salt bomb. I never liked it there. <laughs> anyway, continue. <laughs> You're in a shitty mood. No, I'm just. I don't want to tell this. It's like, it's is like Grey Dog still there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Christ. geez, it's a great, it's a it's great Christ. story. And You're Not in a sour mood. Everyone there got a fucking heart attack from the blood pressure. Telling is it telling like a love story? They had right good now. soup. I remember they had a and turkey. You're, just like, you're waxing. You're waxing. Meatball. I want. I, I, that was pretty you, good. You could do half. What's a the opposite of poetic? You're you're waxing chaotic about the menu. <laughs> That's a cool album title. <laughs> All right, you walk in. Who are you with when you walked into Grey I was Dogs with two of my sisters. Ooh. Um, and, and like, I recognized her, and we, we, like, talked at the register. I can't remember if she, like, if she said something or if I, if I said something, but it was, like, I eventually I was, like, used to work at – we must have had, an, like, a genuine interaction – and I was like, you used to work, did you still live in Hamden? And she's like, <laughs> I look at it, first it's accusatory, and then it's like, uh, I'll back off a little. Yeah. You used to work at, or did you used to live in Hamden? <laughs> I think I think I was like, you used to work, did you used to work at Wentworth? <laughs> I wouldn't have said you used to work at Wentworth, right? Grabbing anyway, her wrist. <laughs> um, anyway, it, she, it was her. 
She used to work at Wentworth's. There was no doubt in your body. No, and she was like, yeah. And then we like talked a little bit. She's like beaming. She, it, it was a good flirtation. She was flattered that you remembered her. Yeah. And, but here's the problem. I had a girlfriend at the time <gasps> um, who I was like getting serious with. Uh-oh. And this, and I really just meant it to be like a friendly interaction, but you can't have a friendly interaction <laughs> with somebody like this who you like spent all of high school being in love with. Yeah, there's too much buildup. Um, and, but then she wrote her number down on- Oh my God. She's like, let me give you my number. She gave me Holy her shit. number on a plate. That's cool. On a cool. paper plate from uh, Grey Dog. On a ceramic plate. And I sat down with my sisters and like, they were like, that's, that went, that was Wentworth's girl. That was the Wentworth's They all knew girl. about it. They her. knew about her. And- She was famous to you. But then I was like, I can't, I can't even have this. Um, it'll ruin my relationship. It already borderline has. <laughs> I was like absolutely giddy. But I got rid of the plate, got rid of the number. A year later, I'd broken up with the girl I was dating. You have to get the number. Well, you didn't take a picture on your phone just in case? No, I should For a rainy day. I guess that's, but like. That's the advice. Well, now I'm married. <laughs> no. To someone else and I'm happy. Yeah, but what if she fucking breaks things up? I guess you can. There's always a chance. Just hang on to every number you ever get. Imagine if she cheats on you or something. (laughs) I don't. Yeah, there's not really. uh, Is there a moral? Yeah, you should have kept the number. (laughs) (laughs) For in between, obviously, you're married now, happily or whatever the fuck. Right. But as soon as that other relationship ended, you don't want to like. Yeah. Never had the number. I never even learned her name. Never learned her name. I guess it probably said it on the number, but I can't remember what her first name was now. If you know this person, don't tell Jake. Don't he doesn't need me. the plate. He doesn't need, need the number. Know. I don't need to know. <laughs> Pay it forward. So I guess uh, keep the number? Keep the number. Sure. <laughs> or or don't, and you're going to be fine. You'll marry somebody else. That's right. Because I guess getting the number was the closure you needed. In a way. Better than a relationship. Nobody, there's no way that anyone... After you, like, idolize somebody for that long, there's no way they can live up to it. That's right. I think that's too hard. That's too much to ask. You were already giddy. Nobody right. stays giddy forever. Can you imagine, like, what the first fight with the Wentworths girl is like? <laughs> you're like, I, you were late to dinner. Uh, you, you said you were going to be home. You didn't, you didn't even pick up the wine. You said you were going to get wine on the way home. Yeah, sorry. I was just like at Soul Cycle and I completely forgot about you. I figured you'd still be here because you've pined over me. <laughs> oh, wait. I was, I was, I was role playing as her getting mad at me. I see. But I, it's, it does make sense that you would assume uh, yeah, that I was the, the asshole power. in the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. Sure. Um, that was beautiful, actually. That was almost really beautiful. Uh, all right. Who was with you at Wentworth? Because we need the name of a guy who's also spent the last three years having a crush on a girl. Ooh. Eddie. Eddie writes. So it wasn't girls. <laughs> What's that? Eddie is a homosexual <laughs> man. Which is fine. Which is <laughs> it's it's good. Fine. It's great. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's yeah. the man. You remember Eddie. We stayed yeah, with him. He was great. Uh, all right. Eddie writes. So for the last three years, I've had a crush on a girl who I go to school with. She's extremely hot, and I have always considered her out of my league. Despite this, I've always kind of had this thing where we would almost get romantic, but then she'd decide we should just be friends. Well, we graduated high school, and everyone goes to all these graduation parties, and it turns out she finally likes me enough to go for something. We made out at her party, and it was her first kiss. 
Then we made out at subsequent parties. The dilemma is, now she is leaving for this crazy summer college program. She's going to be gone for six weeks, then be back for a week before I have to go to school. Now, at any point in the last three years, I would have died to be in a relationship with her. But the timing is just, I don't know. Do you think it's a bad idea to get in this relationship with her, even though we're going to, uh, even though we are going to different schools across the state? I'm not going to be coy with you guys. This chica is amazing. I'm talking muy caliente. She's an absolute dime, and I'm blown away that she feels the same way for me as I do for her. Not to sound like a diva roach here, but is there any way that we can at least continue to make out for the week we would still have together? I don't want to have to do anything that would hurt her. Appreciate any feedback you can give. So this guy actually started making out with his Wentworth girl. That's, yeah, wow, I can't even imagine. <laughs> and, then, and now she's going to be gone for six weeks and back for a week before she has to, before he has to go to school. So there's really not a lot of time. No. But I wonder, isn't there, there's something in between nothing and a long-distance relationship. Yeah, it's, it's just, hanging out every time you guys are in the same yeah, relationship. it's just staying in touch. And, like, she's not going to come back into town and have someone else to make out with. No. Nothing's changed. You're still number one to her, but when it doesn't necessarily mean you're the only one to her. Right. I think it's still solid as long as when you guys are both back home, you're making out. That's uh, great. Yeah. Because, like... She can make out with people while she's away. You can make out with people while you're away. But then you're back home. Boom. You're the ones making out because there's not anybody else that you usually make out with around. Do you think the default is that you can make out with other people until you have a conversation about it? Or the default is you have to be exclusive unless you have a talk that says we're not exclusive? I think that it's all case by case. But I think generally you can make out with other. If you've only made out at, at a bunch of parties, there's no fucking rule around that. Yeah. Oh, God. How amazing and yet terrible, the timing of it all. Yeah, it's really, I mean, it's, you also should just be like, just chalk this one up as a win, like an uh, an unequivocal good thing that happened. Everybody is so quick to be like, all right, I love this girl forever. We made out. It was great. But now, like, <laughs> yeah. you love this girl forever and you made out and that's great. And there's no but now. <laughs> <laughs> Just awesome. That's great. You en did it. Enjoy the ride. Congrats, bud. Um, all right. Uh, oh, this is one from, I believe, a lady in Australia. An Australian lady. Um, Margot Robbie. That's cool. I think Margot Robbie is my new Wentworth's girl. <laughs> so you think that you'll see her, but... <laughs> no, I think I'll, I'll idolize her from afar and never talk to her. Got it. Okay. Margot Robbie writes, Love the show. You guys are awesome. I recently downloaded Tinder and need some advice. There's this one guy that I'm really interested in, but he hasn't messaged me yet. How acceptable is it for me to message him first? What can I say to let him know that I'm interested without coming across as a weirdo? Also, I need a funny bio. Help. Hmm. Okay. Why doesn't this lady download Bumble, which is like forces you to make the first move? That's true. I also, I mean, definitely just send the first message. You don't, it doesn't even have to be good. Yeah, that can be completely acceptable. Mm -hmm. uh, you can let him, since you're a girl, you don't have to have uh, anything locked and loaded that's exceptionally clever without coming across as a weirdo. Right. I think that Even that's... an emoji, any, literally any emoji. Yeah, a wave. That's all you need. It's, it's kind of nice. I mean, everything else sucks about being on the apps when you're a girl. Yeah. But one nice thing that you should totally just 
uh, rest easy with is that your opening message doesn't have to be shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going to deal with a lot of terrible shit, and I would definitely rather be a guy on a girl than the apps. <laughs> but one nice thing, you don't have to give a fuck about your opening <laughs> message. It really doesn't matter. Anything will do. Clever bio for a girl? Um, I haven't seen a good bio in a while since we're off the apps. Yeah, it's true. I usually go with I'm taller in real life, but I don't know if that is good. Oh, I, my brother's is uh, if you're under 6'11", swipe left. That's pretty good. Yeah. She so, could just use that one. <laughs> that might like, actually right, come across right, as real for That guys. is the problem. I guess it could say if you're over five, if you're over five feet, swipe left. <laughs> if you're over four foot six, swipe right. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Everyone. guys, some guys will by default swipe right on every single female. Yeah, that's true. So it's like telling. So people you can to joke swipe. about swipe swiping left. Mm-hmm. I think you can go if you're over six eleven, swipe left. No, what was it? If you're under, if you're under six <laughs> eleven, swipe left. <laughs> yeah, you can almost beg people to swipe left, and it still wouldn't matter. That's true. Um, all right. We had actually one last question from a guy who's had a crush on a girl for a while. So maybe that's the theme of this episode. Nice. Uh, who's another guy that you went to ice cream with? Um, Matt. Matt writes, uh, my name is Matt and I'm 21. There's this girl I've liked since 10th grade and we've been talking more and more lately. The problem is she told me she only dates black guys. We're both white. Anyway, I want to know how to get this girl to like me back. Uh, by the way, she's a solid nine out of ten, and I'm probably a two. <laughs> I'm six foot six, four hundred pounds of not much muscle. I don't know if that could possibly be true. Please help me. I'm not sure how much longer I can be the guy friend with nothing in return. Is it possible that he's six foot six, four hundred? Yeah, of course it's possible. That's a huge man. He should be playing college football. Maybe he is. That's cool. This guy's a starting right tackle for the. Green Bay Packers. And you still can't get fucking laid. <laughs> um, well, if you're, regardless of what you look like and she look like, can you change someone's mind about who they date? I don't think you can. No. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's I only date black guys or I only date these guys or I only date that guys or everybody has rules. Or I date everybody, but I don't want to date you. That's right. You can't change somebody's mind. No. All you could do is, again, just be good, actively nice and happy in right. her presence. I'm not saying that people's minds don't change. They but can I, change. Yeah. And and you, there's like – there are ways to like um, encourage people to change their mind, but none of them involve – trying to convince them to change their mind. Right. All you can do is be the best version of yourself and hope that they notice. All right. That was a quickie. So let's get to one last question from a lady we'll call the Wentworths girl. Oh, my God. That's right. We got to answer as many questions as possible to make up for last week. Right. Hey, guys, I'm about to leave for college, and I was looking for a fuck buddy to fill the time uh, before I leave. Me and this kid I go to school with used to hook up, and we've recently started doing it again, which has been amazing. But the past three times he was supposedly uh, supposed to come over when I was home alone, he's bailed on me. His reasons are always really obscure, and he always says that he can't come about two minutes before he's supposed to come over. Should I end it with him? Should I stop talking to him for a while and make him want me again? Is it possible that he suddenly finds me unattractive? Love the podcast, but need your advice. Uh, who knows what he's going through, but it, it's definitely not worth the bullshit of like trying to schedule with him yeah you never want to block off time for a guy that blows you off two minutes before yeah and like since you're not looking for anything that serious and you don't really like him 
totally fuck this guy. Yeah. It. But like, w- I like the idea of distancing herself and wait till he d- decides to make a move. Yeah, that's good. I think he's sort of, he's like a guy who does a little more like, I'll cancel an hour before, sh- see if she's mad. All right, cancel five minutes before. Oh, she still wants to hang out. Cancel two minutes before. He really doesn't think that highly of you that you keep coming back and still want to hang out. Definitely. I, it's really discourteous to cancel right before. Yeah, even if it's a lunch date, you don't want to do that. I mean, the person was already fully mentally prepared. Yeah, definitely. It's hard to do anything in the world, but like the fact that you got geared up, even if it's staying at home, but like mentally excited to see somebody, then have it just like go away instantly. Yeah, what do you do with your time now? <laughs> I guess I'll watch Netflix and Krill. That's a it's a documentary about sea, whale food. Sea urchin. <laughs> yeah. Whale food is krill seafood or whale food? Krill is fish, right? I know whale eat them. Krill, Netflix and krill oil superba. That's right. Krill are small crustaceans in the order of Euphanasia that are found in the world's ocean. The name krill comes from a new Norwegian word krill. Which means small fry of fish. So, Netflix and Krill, to finish my joke, is watching a documentary about small crustaceans. Fair enough. Uh, All right. That's it. That's our time. Thanks so much for writing in. If you have your own questions, uh, ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. If you have your own theme songs, same email address. It's all the same. Ifiwereyoushow at gmail.com. The opening theme song was that uh, one bit in, written by the um, the bluegrass. Gotta, why can't I remember their name? Bluegrass singer Cam. Cam. From uh, the No Good Redwood Ramblers. This closing one is uh, another lady, Gem Stellar. Ooh. Is this another band? Uh, theme song submissions. I know Michael Bolton. Um, He's super famous. <laughs> and I have zero music experience, but this was fun to make. Uh, check out my non me doing non musical things at at it's really Jasmine. So thanks, Jasmine. Thank you, and thanks, Cam, and thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back, of course, next week. Remember to follow me on Instagram, of course. I'm just a little bit fucked at the minute I don't know where I should begin I I lost my dog, quit my job, fucked my boss And I'm not sure if my penis is the right size I'm feeling lost, down on my luck Maybe I should just go and kill myself in a Starbucks My Tinder date didn't go so hot Not sure if I'm a chipmunk or not But here I am, what can I do? But listen to If I Were You Show starts now That was a HeadGum Podcast Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhard. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies. To Aaron Sorkin's award winners. To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, 
as Sean Combs plays his producer. They and they they have to do this in order to beat beat it beat beat the aliens. It's not my best, but you know, whatever. <laughs> That's the game. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. So to become a member of Lackluster Video, all you have to do is subscribe. <laughs>